and devotion it's a podcast hosted by a couple of guys a 40 year old and a 50 year old two pastors 150 year old 250 year old well in 50 year old uh in human years ah but in dog years so you just multiply that by seven mm-hmm. mm. yeah Sorry. wait a minute let me do it if five times seven is 35 mm-hmm. then 50 times seven would be 300 350? Did I do that right? I think you did that right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Doctrine and Devotion is a podcast uh, exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. Uh, my name is Joe Thorne. I'm the, the preaching pastor here at Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. It's hot. It's hot in here. In I here. Think, I have the door window cracked. So I sit over there, I can feel a little breeze. Mm, it's nice outside. Yeah. Well, not nice. It's cooler. Yeah. yeah. Nice for us. Yeah. Yeah. Feels good. You know, people from Florida come up here and like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't want to hear you complaining. Parka. Yeah, I don't want to be hearing anyone from Florida complaining. Oh, man. So worship was great today. Oliver, we're recording on Sunday. Uh, Oliver was leading worship mm. and just, uh, we sang um, Leaning yep, on the yep. Everlasting Arms. By the way, man, like a lot of those old timey, and that, these aren't like ancient ones. These yeah. are old timey, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and like they can be done so well. Or they can be really cringe. Yeah. And uh, when we do them, they are awesome. That's right. They're done exceptionally well. And I always, I always love when Oliver leads. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good time. It's a good time. Thing is, Oliver's like a handsome dude. He's like a good looking guy. Too handsome. Yeah, I know. I don't like it. And uh, and but then I saw I saw a picture of him on Instagram and he had shaved his head. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, you have great hair. What do you it's an insult to guys like me who like can't have hair. Mm. And then he's like, Yeah. Uh, somebody had cancer, and so I'm kind of doing my thing. I was uh, waiting yeah. for you just to rip on him, and I was just going to hold back and let you just rip, rip, rip. And then come in. And, and then no, come I in know with what that. happened. Oh, darn, he told me. Darn. <laughs> so now, but here's the thing. now Because look, that happened to somebody else. They did it to his face, like said they're ripping, 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 and that he explained what, yeah. what is yeah. He's like, oh. Was, you know, solidarity with somebody who's going through cancer. Yeah. <laughs> and their response was, <laughs> Uh, until I see the medical records, I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. you, go, you. You stick to your guns. Yep. That's a Jimmy move right yeah, there. Yeah, that's it. You no, just, no. Uh, you know, I'm going to fight to the death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is the thing is, you know, like now he look, he's just as good looking, but now he looks a little dangerous. I feel like, yeah, because he he's got that Romanian face. Mm. He's got the Romanian face with the with the clipped hair. Yeah. He looks he looks more thuggish. Thuggish. Yeah, yeah. that's the word I was going to yeah. use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not bone thuggish, but no, just thuggish, thuggish. No, no, but the harmony—he's got the harmony. He's got the harmony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, some listeners know. Some listeners know. Well, listen, guys, we've been going through the First London Confession for one whole week so far. Uh, we looked at Article <laughs> or Chapter One, and uh, we're going to jump into Article or Chapter Two on the Trinity. Jimmy, mm. what does it say? Here's what it you says. You got your notes there? I do. Right here. What's it say? Uh, in this divine and infinite being, there is the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, each having the whole divine essence, yet the essence undivided, all infinite without any being, therefore but one God, who is not to be divided in nature and being, but distinguished by several peculiar relative properties. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, like we said, the First London Confession is... Uh, is it's, it's like the technically it's it's the first confession, it's the first attempt at a confession yeah. by these particular Baptists. Draft one. This was the this was the rough draft. In yeah. fact, this is the second edition of the rough draft. We would later get the Second London Confession. Yep. Uh, you know, this was written in 1644, 
but it was then revamped. It was improved upon in 1646. That's the one that we're looking at, the 1646. Mm. Uh, here we get, and we said, like, this confession is generally good. It's got some problems. And here we come upon a problem. Um, there's a little bit of confessional confusion, we'll call it. Uh, if, you, if you notice the difference between the 1644 version of the First London Confession and the 1646 revision of the Second London Confession, you'll notice that the 1646 is like half the size. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. half the length. So they cut a bunch of stu stuff out. And they cut out some stuff that's, uh, that's, that's actually important. That's actually good. Mm. And, and it's, it, it gets even more complicated than that. Do you want to read the 44? Or you yeah, got, go, you want go me ahead. To, read, right. read the 44. But it's that last section, uh, that, like that last clause that's really important. So pay attention to that. Oh, here you go. Uh, that God is of himself, that is neither from another, nor of another, nor by another, nor for another, but is a spirit who as his being is of himself, so he gives being, moving, and preservation to all other things, being in himself eternal, most holy, every way infinite in greatness, wisdom, power, justice, goodness, truth, etc. In this Godhead, there is the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, being every one of them one and the same God, and therefore not divided, but distinguished one from another by their several properties, the Father being from himself, the Son of the Father from everlasting, the Holy Spirit proceeding from the Father and the Son. Nice, nice. Okay, so it's that, it's that last little section, right? Um, they, 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 they cut out some stuff. Now, listen, what it says in the 1646, the the updated, you know, revised edition, is fine. There, it, it doesn't say anything wrong. But there are two problems. One, why take out these words that so clearly say, like, oh, listen, um, the the son proceeds from, uh, is eternally generated from the father and the spirit eternally proceeds from father and son. Mm -hmm. um, it's 1646 uh, doesn't really do that. They've, they've cut that ending part out. And it says, you know, father, word, and Holy Spirit, but in, it speaks to, you know, a, a few things and we'll go through it. But it, it cut that part out, which is curious, especially in light of the fact that they link well, then it wasn't a, there wasn't a link to click. <laughs> but in the preface to the 1646 revision, uh, they point to a treatise by Samuel Richardson. And they're basically what they say in, in, the, in the preface is, hey, listen, we've been called heretics. And we're tired of it. So listen, well, we've, we fixed it, okay? And if you have any other questions, go read this article. And, <laughs> and the article, it's a treatise. Mm. And the treatise uh, wasn't good. <laughs> it mm. actually was not very orthodox when it comes to the Trinity. And so it's really frustrating. By the way, this is why we have a second London Confession. You fanboys, uh, standboys of the first London Confession. Uh, it's fine. I appreciate it, but it has its shortcomings. Here's a big one. Yeah. So um, why would they link to why would they link to this guy's thing mm -hmm. that is not good? It's yeah. not orthodox. And when you read Renahan on it, Renahan's like, listen, this is a problem. And he says the only things that we could really say about it is number one fuzzy theological thought not very clear thinking at the time again um guys that weren't formally trained mm -hmm, so maybe mm -hmm. there's a lot of fuzziness haziness there as they're figuring things out by the time we get to 1677 they're ready to put down on paper like a really clear statement 
And he also says that uh, another thing that kind of helps us is when you get to the 1689 and you read that's the preface to the second London Confession, they very clearly say, like, hey, listen, our theology has not changed. Like, like we're, we're holding to the same theology, mm-hmm. but we didn't say it good. Yeah, it, was very, s- it was very unclear. Yeah. yeah. It, there were certain parts. Kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. So, so we're rolling with our Presbyterian and Congregationalist brothers, yep. and we're, we're, we're going to make sure that we're on the same page. So, yeah, you know, like, and this, I, I kind of I like this, though. Mm. I kind of like it because it shows like, you know, people mess up, but people don't always have clarity of thought. There's progression, there's learning, and it's like, okay, we're doing our best to say what we think the scripture teaches, and oh, we're found out that's not a very good way to do it, yeah. or we need to say more. There's like this sense of, like, there's this transparency and accountability, right? Yeah. Where even, I mean, kind of, it's hard for me not to look at today in our mm-hmm. Christian culture today, where it's like, uh, even as we were joking around at the beginning there about doubling down, right? Yeah. Like there's mm-hmm. there's a sense of doubling down when confronted yeah. uh, or challenged rather than, yeah. oh, let's, let's take a thoughtful critique at this and take a step back. Let's let emotions go to the side mm-hmm. and let's work through this together. Could I be wrong here? Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. Could I have been clearer? Let me, let me try to argue their side. Mm-hmm. Let me see, like, no, it doesn't hold up or, oh, wow. Yeah, you know what? I Eternal can see. subordination of the sun is a dumb doctrine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's 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 uh, it's, it's kind of close to mm-hmm. you know we might call unorthodoxy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there, there's this again. First on confession, first try. Okay, and actually this is the second out of like four revisions, but like this is the big revision from forty four to forty six. Um, so uh, take that, keep that in mind. It's still a good statement. It's not that it's teaching actively. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's just we got we got some questions. So we're gonna walk through it real quick, uh, and then we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about tr- trinitarian worship. Okay, and then we're gonna come back to this stuff later. Okay. Um, all right. So what does it say? The very first clause it says, uh, "In this divine and infinite being, there is the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit." So we've got one being. One being. Three persons. That's it. Okay. So like, that's very orthodox. Mm-hmm. In this divine and infinite being, God, there is the Father, the Word, or the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So off to a good start, very clear, and they're just going to keep on clarifying as we go that's through. That's right. We're not going to argue with that. Nope. People aren't going to argue. Well, some, but you don't. Yeah, argue. yeah. But no orthodox. No orthodox is going to argue with that. Yep. Yep. Infinite one being, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And so in being that, that one being, mm-hmm. it is undivided in essence, right? Yep. Each having the whole divine essence, yet the essence undivided. Right. Right? That's good. Uh, so each person has the whole divine essence, and that means it's just it's one being, one God. Yep. None of that essence is is divided up between the three. Yeah, they're not they're all they're not all keeping a piece. Yep. It's not like was it Voltron? Well like the little Who? the little Japanese like robots. I have would, no idea. Like all come together and build one big robot. Was that Voltron? Power Rangers? No, that's no. Are we talking Power Rangers? Vol- no, we're talking like like here with Voltron. Legendary Defender. Voltron is an animated television series franchise that features a team of space explorers who pilot giant super robots known as Voltron. I think they come together and so, make one giant one. So, so it's not that. So it's Power Rangers. No, I no, no, because uh there's listen. But maybe maybe in sixteen forty four. But I mean yeah, you're 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 <laughs> describing Power Rangers. Do they all come together and build one big beast? Yes. Okay, well, they copy that. Power Rangers is like 90s. So, yeah, yeah. yeah this we're talking 60s. Oh. Yeah. 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 Power Rangers is a total knockoff. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't even start in the Power Rangers. Hate the Power Rangers. What, why do you hate them so much? Uh, you know what? Original. I don't know. I just I didn't like it. 
But you don't no even blood. know anything. You don't know anything about Where, it. Where's the Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen clips. Then why'd you say Pink Power Ranger, Amy Joe Johnson? I have a video of her. Oh, do you really, Jimmy? Yes, I do. Hmm, why don't you explain what kind of a video you have? We did I, not talk about this. I don't know no, how no. we wound it up. No, no. On the fact that you I, have a video from her to you. Yes, I do. So let's describe to everybody who Amy Joe Johnson is. She's the pink she's the pink Power Ranger. Yep. She was in Felicity. Yep. I don't know anything. I, I think she was, she was in SWAT. She was in SWAT. Yeah. yeah. Well-known actress. Okay, Jimmy. So anyway, you're saying you're saying you have a message, a video, like a like a FaceTime video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's to a, you, to me, yeah. addressed to me yeah. for my birthday. Oh. it's like a five minute clip. Mm-hmm. Uh, she sings to me. She does two songs. <laughs> she plays guitar. She also plays piano. No joke. I, know, I have not. I know. I've seen it. <laughs> it's just funny. Like we didn't. We didn't talk. We don't. We don't prepare for this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's just funny that it came full circle. Full circle. Uh, you said Power Rangers. I went Amy Joe John. I forgot about the video. And you're like, here's the video. I'm like, I, yeah, oh, I got yeah. this nice video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. See, good things. Mm-hmm. Good things coming out today. It's a good day. It's a good day. Okay. So let's get back to it. Um, you were arguing, and you were, the confession says each person having the whole divine essence, but the essence is undivided. One being, one God. Very good. Um, and then it says all infinite without any beginning, therefore, but one God. Again, all infinite, mm-hmm. right? So there, there, there's no beginning, there's no end. They, this is another way of saying co-eternal, yes. coexistent. Again, yep. they, again, that could have had that language in there. That would have been nice, but it, it doesn't. It's fine. They're making the same point. Mm-hmm. And then we get to this idea of distinguished but not divided. That's right. Who is not to be divided in nature and being, but distinguished by several peculiar relative properties, mm-hmm. right? The persons can be distinguished by several peculiar uh, or particular properties. Yeah. And it's, 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 and again, I know we're talking about, we're going to get into all that and define a bunch of these terms. Yeah, next week, we're going to go through all of that stuff. Correct. Yeah. But it's important to say though, is that it's, it's one being, right? One essence, Distinguished, but not divided. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can understand, right, the, the, the difference between the Father and the Son yeah. and the Spirit. Uh, but does it, we distinguish, right? That's a Reformed Baptist meme almost at this point because of the London Lyceum, which is a good one, which is a good one, by the way. So here's what we want to do. What we, we thought, like, since we're talking about uh, the Trinity and we're going to get into uh, some of these, some of the important nerdy aspects, right, defining terms and mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, eternal generation and eternal procession and all of that. Um, we thought like, let's remind you guys that like this impacts how we worship, right? This, mm. we, 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 we always come back to like the knowledge of God that we have. Theology is supposed to lead us to uh, exult in the revelation of God, the knowledge of God and the relationship that we have with God. And the 1689 or the second London confession in chapter 22, paragraph two speaks to this issue. When it says religious worship is to be given to God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So catch that. Because I, I know some of you have heard mm. this before. Like we worship the Father or we worship God, but you don't worship the Spirit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you do. You have to. Yeah. You're supposed to. Yeah. It's one God. So you worship. Worship is to be given to God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and mm. to him alone, not to angels, saints, or any other creatures. And since the fall, not without a mediator, nor in the mediation of any other but Christ alone, which is why Christ gets more ink, gets more mm-hmm. press mm-hmm. in our worship, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. he is the, the, the culmination of everything, the fulfillment of everything. And so we thought, why don't we, uh, why don't we run through some songs uh, that will hit on this idea of both Trinity, of both of, of Trinity, and then mm-hmm. Father, and then Son, and then Holy Spirit. And uh, you guys can play along mm-hmm. as you're listening. Play along. Uh, what? And I'll give you a heads up. The Holy Spirit. It might be the hardest one to come up with yeah. a bunch of songs for. They're yep. out there. Boo. 
But, but we're talking about good ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. We're about find some so good ones. A, I think there's a smaller number of Holy Spirit songs to begin with. And then most of those <laughs> are uh, written by people yeah. that made <laughs> so, <all right. laughs> Written by people. Never mind. All right. So like, what about songs on the Trinity? Uh, modern, uh, old school. What, what do you like, Jimmy? Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I know he's controversial these days, but uh, this is still a good. Eminem. What? I don't know you said controversial. I'm, I'm no, no. These days, is oh. he still relevant? Oh, yeah. Is he really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Dustin Kensrue. Right, uh, his song oh, yeah. "Grace Alone." Mm-hmm. You know, you know. Uh, let's 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 look at the words here yeah. rather than we've already covered all this stuff, guys. Mm-hmm. If you don't like, mm-hmm. but he's not orthodox anymore. Yeah, but his song is. So yep. we're still rolling uh, with that song, "Grace Alone." That's a really good one, Michael uh, Bleeker. Oh God, uh, uh, of all creation, a, a really good modern Trinitarian hymn as well. I love uh, Ken. I love that whole album that "Grace Alone" is on. But mm-hmm. Michael Bleeker is a good one, and we got like old hymns like. Uh, like praise to the Lord, the Almighty. Yeah, man, uh, that was like uh, Joachim Neander. Like he has to have some weird name. Seventeenth uh, century, right? Is based on Psalm one hundred three. But you guys know that song, "Praise to the Lord, the yep. Almighty, uh, the King of Creation." Oh my soul! Yeah, I know that. Song. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, That's a really it, good one. It. We need to get that one going again here at Redeemer. Mm. What about? Uh, Holy, holy, holy. Oh, yep. That's uh, a good one. Yeah, who's that? Uh, Reginald Heber yeah, in 1826. Yeah, Reginald. Based, Reginald. Uh, based on uh, what <laughs> Revelation 4, <laughs> Isaiah 6. And I mean, it really celebrates the holiness mm-hmm. of the triune God. And and typically people like to sing that on, on, on Trinity Sunday. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, what about songs about the Father? Ooh. Uh, how about Immortal, Invisible, uh, God Only Wise? Uh, this hymn by Walter Chalmers Smith in the 19th century uh, really celebrates the greatness and glory of God the Father. Right? Yeah, I love that song. No, it's that, a good one. That's a really... Oh, yeah, man, that's a good one. See, I, I love those old... I love the hymns. I just... Mm. Uh, you know, probably because of the... If I'm honest, it's because they're written well. I like the melodies. Yeah. Theologically rich and... You are around. They were when they were on the top ten list of uh, of CCM. I was listening to that. Uh, man, I just it also it was it was a part of my you know growing up in the faith. Basically. Yeah, like I was, yeah. I was listening to all of that. Um, this is my father's world. Uh, How's that go? I'm trying to remember. This it. is my father's world. I'm trying to remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. Okay, but that, like, I, it's a little, it's a little um, like syrupy, uh, saccharine of a melody to me. I prefer like uh, all creatures of our God and King. Mm, that's a good one. That's, that's a, a good one. Based on a Francis uh, Saint Francis of Assisi uh, poem, and uh, it's it's a good one. I, I like that one. Yeah, how about uh, an obvious one? Uh, oh, worship the king, right? Oh, Late 18th century, uh, Robert Grant. Uh, it's praise to God the Father as king of all creation. Oh, I love that one. That's good. That's a good one. All right, so songs about the sun. Uh, obviously, we've got tons. But, oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to go uh, with Crowning with Many Crowns. Mm. Ooh, uh, Matthew Bridges. It's a 19th century hymn. Uh yeah, it, 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 you want an exalted picture. Yep. You want to sing about the exalted, transcendent Jesus. Uh, Crowned with many crowns is it. Love it. 
Uh, obviously, uh, one that probably is on everybody's radar, yeah. uh, In Christ Alone. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. By, so good. By Stuart Townsend and Keith Getty in the early 2000s. You ready, Getty? Uh, you ready, Getty? It's this nice modern hymn. Yeah. Right? Uh, but it's that a hymn. It actually is a yeah, hymn. Yeah, it, yeah, it acknowledges uh, Christ's sacrifice on the cross and his power to save sinners uh, mm. through faith. Dig it. Dig it. All right. So when we talk about the Holy Spirit. Oh, here we go. Okay. So here's the thing. Um the first one that mm. comes to my mind is <laughs> oh. Spirit of the Living God, <laughs> fall fresh on me. You know that yep. song? Yeah, I know. That's a little praise chorus. Little praise chorus. That's it. That's it. And it's like, like mold me, behold me, control me. I don't know what. <laughs> Come in like a wrecking ball. You know, it's just some stuff. <laughs> Uh, it's a real simple but like it's not that it's great but mm -hmm. that is the first thing that comes to my mind because like we sang that yeah we sang that as in the 90s yeah that was a big one yep uh let's see what about spirit of what is this one spirit of god yeah phil wickham yeah phil wickham has has a as a song spirit of god that's pretty good do you know how it goes because no no i've I've heard it but i can't sing it Mm. And then there's a hymn that I've only heard a couple of times, but it's really good. Also called Spirit of God, Descend Upon My Heart, uh, written by uh, George Crawley in the 19th century. Um, you, you know what? Just Google Spirit of God hymn on in, not YouTube. YouTube, Spirit of God, Descend Upon My Heart. Mm. And uh, yeah, man, it's like, it's good. I actually like that a lot. And I'm going to actually meet with the worship team today and be like, hey guys. Check this one out. There you go. You guys could have fun with this because we just did like leaning on the everlasting arms, which is you know, we we got we can pull this stuff off, and mm. you know we've done it before. So uh, I think it, what, what, in general, I, I think what we should do is you know anytime you start to go deep into doctrine, mm-hmm. you're, going, you're starting to get into some of the complex uh, you know aspects of theology where people are fighting and blocking and uh, owning and whatever mm. on social media and, and poning it poning yeah that's right oh I forgot about that um, like remember God gave you that revelation for you to worship him he didn't give it to you to merely argue about now we do have to argue about mm-hmm. these things but he gave it to you to lead you to worship so keep that in mind anytime you're digging into this stuff so that you don't lose uh, lose the plot don't want to lose the plot well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineAndDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. we got that first part every Monday and Thursday. we got blog posts and video content over at the website. And we've got that all-access exclusive content. you got your Banter Truth on Tuesdays, your Weekday Wisdom Monday through Friday. If you want that exclusive ad-free content, uh, you can just click on the link on your podcast player that says support this podcast or head on over to doctrineanddevotion.com slash all access and sign up today. Later. Later.